Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Today, I don't want to just preach for you. Like today, I don't want to just be up here being a guy like performing for you or preaching for you. Today, I want to leave something inside you. I want to deposit something inside you. I want to preach preach on a principle of God that I live my life by and that has greatly helped me to live a legacy mindset. So today, uh, what I want to talk about, the principle I want to share with you is the principle of tithing. Just lost 50% of the congregation. The rest of you are like, I'm taking notes because afterwards I'm going to go up and I'm going to say, you got this wrong. You said this wrong. Tithing, the principle of tithing. And, and uh, let me just back it up a little bit because maybe you're new in church. Maybe you're not familiar with that term. What is tithing? Well, tithing is a verb. It's an action word of a noun, which is the word tithe. So then the question is, what is tithe? Like We want to make this simple so that we understand we're all on the same page. The word tithe comes from an old English word meaning one-tenth. Tithing today is the act of giving one-tenth of our income to God via His church. So tithes is an old English word. Uh, you know that my name, Bronson, in the old English means son of brown. Because I'm like a little bit tan- tanned. So anyway, that's a little bit of tribute to you. Tithing. Where did this all start? You know, obviously anything that we teach in, in church and everything that we share about being a principle of God, we always want to be uh, referring to God's scripture, the word of God. We always want to be bringing that into it. Where did it come from? The first recording of giving a tithe in the Bible is when Abraham gave a tenth of the war spo- spoils to Melchizedek in Genesis 14, 20. Uh, 400 years later, God then gives the following instructions to Moses to record in the law in Leviticus 27 verse 30. It says this, a tithe of everything, so one-tenth, one-tenth of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. Whoever would redeem any of their tithe must add a fifth of the value to it. Every tithe of the herd and the flock, every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod will be holy to the Lord. Tithing's a principle, a command that God lays down in the Old Testament that he gives to Moses underneath the law, that he gives to the children of Israel who are the people of God. And he says, a tenth of all your agricultural goods you are to give to me of your animals, of your fruit. And it was given to the priests that went to the Levites to help them because they didn't work on the land. It was their way to, for God to provide for them. So that's the Old Testament and the law. Then we move on into the New Testament and we see that we are now under the covenant of Jesus. And it speaks less about the tithe. It doesn't speak so much about the tithe as the one-tenth of the 10%. But it speaks more about the concept of generosity. We see in 2 Corinthians 9.6, Paul says this to the church at Corinth. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give... What you've decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times. Who wants to be blessed by God in all things, at all times? Yeah, we want that. At all things, at all times, having all that you need. Who wants to have all that you need? You will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. 
Now he who and this is a great great verse. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. So the Old Testament, it's a tenth, it's one tenth uh, of you of what of the of the of what they bring in. Whereas the New Testament is God leading you to give. And I want to be clear here to you, to you today. Um, where I stand as a, as a pastor on the, on the area of giving and the area of tithes, just want to be clear about what I believe is your pastor. I don't believe that if you don't tithe or give, that God can't or won't give his providence, peace, wisdom or joy to you. I don't believe that. I believe that we're under the new covenant and I believe that, you know, that is not for us today. And so I just wanted to make that clear because I do know that we can use the tithe to guilt and coerce people, and we can say that, the, 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 use the threat of God not blessing you. We can say all those types of things, but I don't subscribe to that. I don't believe that today at all. I also don't believe the tithe giving is a hard and fast one-tenth rule for us today. A lot of you are like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, bro, I like that. See, the Old Testament is definitely very clear. It says one-tenth. It's very clear, it's in the law, it's in the instructions given by God to Moses. And then, but the New Testament leans more into giving as God leads you. It leans more into, hey, how's the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart to give, to, to tithe, to, to, to be a generous person. And so most Christians are like, yeah, I like the New Testament interpretation a whole lot better. And so what I want to say about that is that that could mean perhaps that for you, where God has you at the moment, maybe a tithe. And I know we use the word tithe, which means a tenth, but please let's not be religious or legalistic today as I'm saying tithe. Like, don't come up to me later and say, oh, a tithe's 10%. I'm just using the word as a word that we all understand is giving to God. Your tithe might be less than 10%. Maybe that's where you feel the Holy Spirit is leading you. But also, in addition to that, can I say this? Maybe the Holy Spirit is leading you that your tithe is actually not 10%, maybe it's 15%. Maybe it's 20%. See, it says, as God leads you. See, the problems with the tithe back in Jesus' time was that they took it so literal. I'm going to share a scripture about that soon, where they took it so little, measuring everything. But God says in the New Testament, I'm not just looking at the outside. I'm looking at the heart, where your heart is. So today, let that be a challenge to you. Give generously as God moves your heart, the scriptures said. So that's two things I don't believe about tithing and giving. And I'm happy to talk to you about that afterwards. If you disagree with me, I'm happy to talk to you about that afterwards after the service. Or if you prefer, and I prefer, send Gabby an email and she'll get back to you. But I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm more than happy to talk to you. But here's two things I do believe. Here's two things I do believe that I want to share with you this morning when it comes to tithing and giving and why it is still relevant for Christians in 2022. Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm loving this message this morning. If you're taking notes right now, number one, tithing, giving reveals the heart. Tithing, giving reveals the heart. Matthew 6, 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Jesus straight up, he says it, where your money is, that's where your heart's going to be. See, see, just pause, it re see, it reveals your heart. It reveals where your heart is. Just pause and, and think about that for a moment. Let, let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Where you put your money reveals where your heart is. 
Like, just think about that, Holy Spirit, right now. Where I'm putting my treasure, and we're talking about finances today, my money, but also my time, my effort, my emotions, my serving, where I put my treasure, but we're talking about giving today, reveals your heart, where your heart is at. Giving isn't so much a matter of what you have as matter of what you have, as much as it, as it is a matter of who has you. Your giving reveals who has your heart. See, we're not so much caught up at elevation about how much you give to God. We're more caught up about who has your heart today. Who has your heart? Is it God or is it something else? For the legalistic or religious giver or tither here today, Jesus also says this. See, he addresses everyone. He says this in Matthew 23, 23. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. He says, you guys, you're hypocrites. He says, you give a tenth of your spices, the mint, the dill, the cumin. You give these things, but you've neglected the most important part of the law. It says, you know, you've neglected justice. You've neglected mercy. You've neglected faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter. Still do the tithing. Without neglecting, sorry, you should, you should do the justice, mercy, and forgiveness, but not neglect the former. See, if you're tithing and giving, but your heart attitude is an attitude of unforgiveness, your heart attitude is an attitude that says, I will not give mercy to that person. Your heart attitude is an attitude that says, you know, there's no, I won't give justice or, or faithfulness or love. I'm not going to be a neighbor. I'm not going to show grace. Can I say to you today, Jesus says, you ought not to neglect those things. So don't think today just because you are tithing, you are giving, that, you're, that, 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 that God is like, wow, that's amazing. He wants you to do these other things. Obey God in those areas too, not just the tithe and the giving. Tithing and giving reveals the heart. Number two, tithing and giving says, God, you are in control. Would you say it with me? God, you are in control. Come on, one more time. God, you are in control. My eldest daughter, Joelle, has just started working, uh, I don't know, eight months ago. might be a year ago. I'm not too sure how long ago it was. But she started working at McDonald's. And she started making money. And like for, at her, her age, she's making like lots of money. And she's like, Dad, look at how much money I made this week. Look at this. And like, because you got to understand, in my house... If you do chores, you get $5 pocket money. That includes Gabby. $5 pocket money. <laughs> I knew I'd get you guys to laugh sooner or later. $5 pocket money. And so when you go from getting $5 pocket money for a week's worth of work to then, you know, whatever it is, that she, you know, $100, $150, it's like, wow. Like, come on, remember back when you were younger? And she's like, uh, she's like loving that. She's making this money. And I've been explaining to her... Tithing and, and tithing and giving. And, and, and I'll be honest, and, and I think this should be honest too, it's been a difficult thing for her to grasp. It's been a difficult concept for her to understand. It's been a difficult thing for her to really even want to do. Come on, let's be real today. Difficult for her to want to do. But I've been saying to her, Joelle, don't let your life be controlled by money. Don't let your life be controlled by money. Let God be the one who is in control of your life. I think the scriptures say it a whole lot better in Matthew 13, 5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have 
Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. See, thanks, see, tithing and giving says, God, you're in control. God, you're in control, not me and my money. I'm, I'm not in control, but God, you are in control as I give to you in my life. As I surrender in the giving, in the surrendering, in the handing over of my tithe, I'm really hammering home and bringing that point home. I'm saying, God, I trust you with my finances just like I trust you with my eternity. Like, can I ask us a, a question today, church? How is it that in so many ways Christians like 99.99% of us are able to trust God with our eternity, our salvation. But some of us are not able to trust God with our finances here on this finite earth. Come on, if we believe God has got our eternity, surely he's got our present. He says, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Faith in God with the 99% is better than faith in self with the 100%. I, I actually want God in control of my whole life, finances included. I want God in control of all my life. I don't want to just give God a, a portion of my life, all of my life. I believe that the 90% that remains after we tithe faith in God is better than the 100% of myself in control of my finances. Tithing and giving reveals the heart. Tithing and giving says, God, you are in control. See, I believe that we are to give to God our finances. I believe that there is enough mention in the New Testament to continue on the concept of tithing, the concept of giving, the concept of generosity, whatever you want to call it today, there's still enough there to continue it. Whether you want to call it the tithe or the giving or generosity, the end result is the same. Whatever you want to call it, we come before God. Say, God, I believe you've been leading me in this direction. I come before you with my tithe and I give it to you via your church. So a lot of you might be thinking today, okay then, so what do you do, Bronson? What is it that you do? Well, that's really easy for me to answer. Gabby and I, we tithe, we give one-tenth of our income. Like, like that's easy for me to answer. We, we've been doing that all for, since our marriage. As we've got promotions and pay rises, we just increase it. We give 10% of our income. And, and we do it in such a way that uh, my wage actually goes straight out, doesn't even hit my bank account. My tithe just goes straight out of my salary. Uh, and then Gabby's, we do a direct deposit straight out. So we don't even see it. It just goes straight out every week. We tithe weekly. When we do our budget, I don't know if you guys do a budget. It's a great thing to do to manage your money well. But when we do our budget, 10% automatically just goes, is allocated to the tithe. Don't even think about it. That's for God. But let me just say that it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. We also try to be generous people with our finances as much as we can. Like, I'm not going to stand up here and say that, you know, I'm the person who's just like the most, you know. But as much as we can, to the best of our ability, we try to be generous with our finances. Go out, buy a coffee for someone. If we're out to dinner, pay for dinner, uh, buy people presents, give to charities. We're generous in our once a year legacy. As much as we can, we try to be generous. See, it's not just about the tithe. It's about being generous. It's about saying, hey, you know what? I have a hard attitude that says money won't control me. So even though I give of my tithe, I also want to be generous in other areas of my life where people don't see. See, they may not see the tithe, but they will see the rest of my life. 
And they might look at my life and say, hey, this guy is a generous guy. This person, this family, they're generous people. And all this extra, like I said, we don't consider it part of our type. It's above and beyond. It's being generous as God has led us in our hearts. So today I want to ask you, you know, maybe you are a person who's tithing, but can, can I ask you a question? How are you in terms of being generous around other people? Are you a person who, who, who goes into your pocket and says, hey, I got the coffee today, mate? If you're at the office, are you, are you the person who says, hey, I'm going to, you know, get some lunch. Does anyone want some lunch? It's on me, you know, depending on how big your office is, right? <laughs> I, got, I got a small office, so I can say that. But, you know, like, is, is, are you like the guys like, oh, today I forgot my wallet in the car. Oh, sorry, like, you're going to have to grab this one. Come on, let's be generous people, not just be so caught up in the tire. So, so maybe today you're on, you're on board with everything I've said. Maybe today you're like, hey, preach it, bro. I love it. It's the word of God. Maybe today you're like, I wish I hadn't come to church this morning. Maybe you're on, you're on the other extreme, like, this is rubbish. This is, this is garbage. I, I don't agree with anything you're saying. Can I say this? That's okay. No problems at all. I have no issue with whatever you might be, whatever you might be thinking. But no matter what camp you're in, you're probably all thinking right now, what does tithing have to do with legacy? Like, what's tithing got to do with our legacy series? Well, here's the thing. Tithing and legacy, they're related. They're both about money. They're both about giving. Both tithing and legacy reveal our heart. Both tithing and legacy say to God, you are in control or you're not in control of my finances. And so I pray today that if you haven't been tithing, I pray that uh, uh, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and that you would start. Like, like I, I'm being honest today as your pastor. I, I believe that it's something you should speak to God about if you haven't been tithing. Say, hey, God, how are you leading me to tithe? And if God comes back and he says, well, I think you should give 0%, I think maybe that might be the pizza you ate last night. That might not be God. And I'd say, pray again. And if you still believe that's what God's saying to you, well, that's okay. You know, we're not here to say what you should or shouldn't do. But I want to encourage you today. If you're not tithing this morning, can I just say to you, it's one of the things that we do as Christians. It's one of the areas of our life that we surrender to, to God. See, see, there's so many areas that God has asked us to surrender to Him. And this is one of them. And this is one of the areas that sometimes we might struggle with. But we want to be obedient to God in our lives. And so I want to really encourage you. Would you think about that today? Would you go away and pray about it and say, Hey, God, I, I want to be someone who listens to you and is led by your Holy Spirit. So I'm asking you right now, Jesus... This thing that tithing that Bronson spoke about today. How should I get on board with this? How should I be involved with this? I pray that as you think about legacy, that again, that you would ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you and that you would join us with legacy this year. In legacy as we do these things that we do. And here's what you need to know, church. If you're tithing, if you're joining us in Legacy, that's awesome. That is so good. Can I just say right now that there are faithful men and women in this church who tithe every week or every fortnight as they get paid, who have done it for years faithfully. And I thank you so much for what you've done for the church. But here's what I want to let you know today. Whether you are tithing or whether you're not, if you do, you're helping the church. Uh, if you do tithe, if you are joining us in our Legacy offering that we're going to take up on June the 26th, you are joining with your brothers and sisters to leave a legacy in someone. But you also need to realize this too. You need to realize this also. You're actually changing something in your own life. You are changing something 
in your own life. And, and I'm being very serious. In fact, I would say this, try it. I would say this, try it. The scriptures say in Malachi 3, we're not going to bring up the board, but it says, try it. I would, I would say to you, try tithing, try giving regularly and see how it changes something within you. See how it releases you from the control of money. See how it releases you into a heart attitude of thanks. See how it releases you into a place of faith that God will meet my needs. He is my provision. He is my provider. See how it changes you, changes your heart attitude to money, establishes something in the, king, in the spirit realm that says God is in control. It's powerful. It's powerful in your life. If the keys could come, that would be great. Let me share briefly on our Legacy 2022 offering. And the areas that we will be giving towards as a church, the areas that we're going to be sowing into uh, this year to leave a lasting impact. And over the coming weeks, uh, we will share each week the three different areas that we will be uh, giving towards as a church. Uh, But the first area we'll be giving towards is our heart, which is church planting. Come on, would you say with me, our heart, church planting. A few of you didn't say it, so I'm going to say it again. Our heart, church planting. Uh, We've spoken about this a lot recently, and the reason we speak about it a lot is because it's our heart. The heart of Elevation Church, of our leaders, Ross and Kathy, of uh, Pastors Ross and Kathy and Pastors Miles and Bonnie, is to be a healthy local church, healthy healthy multiplying local churches. And this means we need more churches in our world. Full stop. Full stop. We need more churches in our world. Like, I know some pastors that get upset when a church opens up, you know, like five doors down the road. For me, there's, a, there's you know, I don't even know why I should say this, but there's a church that has opened up, like, just down the road, five minutes down the road. But for me, you know what? Awesome. That's great because we need more churches in the world. See, some people are going to come to Elevation and they're going to say, you know what, this is for me. So I pray that maybe they go down to the church just down the road and they find that church is for them. Or the church in Maidstone. All the church in, you know, Wont Turner, all the church in Sydney or Darwin, all the church overseas. See, we need more churches in this world. We need more churches, more places where people are encountering the power of God, where the Word of God is being preached, where communities are being impacted, where there's being a legacy left, not just for people, but in people. We need more churches where the world is being changed. And I'm glad to say that because of you, Elevation Melbourne West, because of your generosity, because of your legacy mindset, we've helped five church plants in the last five years. Come on. Come on. That's five new churches reaching five new communities right now, at this moment, preaching the Word of God, praying for people, seeing salvations, baptizing people. Five new church plants because of your generosity. And every year we commit to church planning. Every year. It's always part of our legacy giving. So next year you're going to hear us talk about our heart church planning. The year after that you're going to hear us talk about our heart church planning because we want to see God move in communities. Every year our reach extends past the four walls of this church. It extends past the reach of Elevation Melbourne West. It extends past West Footscray. It extends past Altona. It extends past Nidri. It extends past Dallahay. It extends past, you know, uh, uh, um, 
Chaganina, where you know, wherever you might be from, it extends past that and extends into those towns, those cities that we have sowed money into to help those church plants. Why? Because our heart is for church planting. And so today, what's what's our legacy 2020 goal? What are, we, what are we believing for as a church as our legacy 2020 goal? Our legacy 2020 goal is that we would give $50,000. And you might be thinking, wow, that's a lot of money. You might think that's, that's, that, that's a huge amount of money. You know what it is? It, it is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But can I just say this? Last year our goal was $45,000. And people pledged $65,000. And of that, $61,000, $62,000 has actually been given. So can I just say that I believe that in faith, that that $50,000, we can make that. That's amazing. I'm always blown away by your generosity and faith to give. And here's the, here's the thing. You know, obviously we're doing a series on legacy. And, and obviously we want to bring God's word and encourage you. But here's the biggest thing. See, Really, what I say up here doesn't matter too much more than what God actually says to your heart. And I really believe that your giving is actually more what God says to your heart and actually less of what I might say or what Pastor Gabby says or someone else might say. And you might be asking today, how did we come up with that $50,000 figure? Well, what we did is we've looked at the three areas that we want to give to. We've identified specific things that we want to do, specific Things, missions, giving that we want to do, specific things we want to do in our building, specific church planting that we want to do. And we added up all those areas and that's how we came to the figure. That's how we came to the figure of $50,000. And we'll be explaining them as we, as we, as we uh, proceed in the weeks that are coming ahead. Today as I close, I, just, I believe that our yearly legacy offering, our yearly giving above and beyond as a church... Uh, as a people, as families, uh, as couples, as singles, as old people, as young people, as people who maybe have uh, uh, an abundance of wealth, as people who maybe have less uh, ability. Uh, I just want to say this. I really believe it is last, leaving a le- le- lasting legacy in this world. That's all, folks. It is leaving a lasting legacy in our world. I believe it today. See, but more importantly... It's leaving a legacy, a lasting legacy in eternity. It's, it's leaving a lasting legacy in eternity. I, I don't ever want us to forget that, church. E- ever forget that. See, not only are we going to do good for people, there's some great missions that we're going to give towards this year. Not only are we going to do great for people, but we're also going to do eternal good in people by introducing them to Jesus Christ and His forgiveness, His salvation. His new life, His transformation, a relationship with Jesus. But I also believe this. If you will come on board, it's not only going to change their lives, it's going to change your life too. How do I know this? Because it changed my life as well. I didn't always tithe. I didn't always give. I had to come to a place to say, God, I want to surrender this area of my life to you. And it changed the way that I think about being a generous person. See, it'll change your mindset about money. You'll realize 
You're part of something bigger. You're part of making a difference. You're part of leaving a legacy. You're part of leaving a legacy. You're part of leaving a legacy. In the seat pocket in front of you, we have our legacy pledge cards. like that in the seat pocket in front of them you'll see them they look like that there are pledge cards there's different ways that you can give there's your name there's different amounts you can give different ways you can give it's all on the card if you need it explained please talk to one of our hosts or speak to us but here's a couple of things I want you to do and I ask our church to do this every year I want you to put this I want you to take it home today and I want you to put on your pledge uh, put it on your on your fridge uh, I want you to put it on your mirror I want you to put it on the dashboard of your car I want you to put it in your kitchen Uh, I want you to put it on if you work from home next to your computer monitor just blue tag it to your computer monitor I want you to put it somewhere where you see it every day or maybe you want to take a photo of it this is for the real like eager people take a photo of it change the background of your mobile phone I do that every year at Legacy. I do that. I I change the background on my mobile phone. So I'm going to be doing that this afternoon. Put the Legacy uh, 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 thing there. But just just put it there and and let it speak to you. Let it speak to you. Now, don't come to church next Sunday and say, uh, Pastor Bro, it didn't actually speak to me. Like, I don't mean literally speak to you, but just put it there and just say, Hey, God, God, this, this, this Legacy. Just let it speak to you. It's, in, it's right in front of you. It's right in front of you. And then, and then number two, seek God for what legacy means to you. God, what does legacy mean, mean for me? And I'm not, I'm not talking about finances here. I'm not talking about the giving. I mean, what does legacy mean for me? As a man, as a woman, as a parent, as someone who's married, as someone who's single, as someone who's old, as someone who's young. What does legacy mean for me? God, give me a, a revelation of what legacy means. And then number three, I want you to pray about what to give to our legacy offering. Pray about it. Uh, uh, you, maybe right now you're like, I'm, I'm going to give this amount. I would just ask you, just pray about it. Ask the Holy Spirit, hey, Holy Spirit, how are you leading me to give? Again, I, I'm not going to say, hey, we need each person here to give X amount of dollars. I'm not going to say, you know, please let the Holy Spirit lead you how He might want you to give to our legacy offering. If you're a couple, you might want to pray separately, see what God says. You might want to pray together, see what He says. And then fourthly, and like, can we laugh? Like, we don't want to forget this part, all right? Fourthly, bring your legacy offering on, on Sunday, the 26th of June. I thought that was funny. Like, make, make sure you bring your offering on the June the 26th. Just know this, if you know, don't worry, we're still going to be asking on July the 3rd and then July the 10th. If you're not here on June the 26th, you don't get out of it that easy. But come prepared with your, with your money, your check, your credit card, your pledge commitment, but also come prepared for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. See, our giving reveals our heart. And our, and our giving reveals... Who's in control of, it, of the, one of the greatest areas of our lives that we really want to control? So today I want to just say, come on, let's come before God and ask for Him to lead us. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, today, I just pray, God.